G'day and welcome back to the Acupuncturist Biz Hub. I'm your host Mandy Gratzer and I love that you're here. I love that you're here for today because today we are talking all about the declutter, whether it's New Year energy or it's the spring clean ritual or it's the end of the school holidays and you're like, right, that's it. Or maybe it's the beginning of the school holidays and you don't want it to come in. Whatever the motivation is, there's always something that we can reduce or limit. Perhaps it's that clarity you get from unplugging and defragging that gives you a sense of clarity amongst the noise of your life and your business. And so when you've been stepped out of it and then you return to it, you realise just how much there is. This awareness that comes of things being just a bit too much or perhaps it's really chaotic and overwhelming and so because of that shit gets left it's not a priority I'll deal with that later it piles up it builds up because we're spending our energy and our time on things that are time sensitive and have a higher priority so things are a bit overflowing and then as Marie Kondo would say it doesn't spark joy And so we do want to do it or look at it or address it even less. So it's probably at that point that it's time. It's time to declutter and it's time to create a sense of space and clarity. And when you do that, there's space for new things to come in always. But it is just about also reducing the load as well. Both of those things are a good reason to do this. It also creates a, um, an opportunity for review and reflection and making sure that the things in your business are still serving you. So, look, I'm not saying that all of this has to be done in one go. I don't think that is even possible. This is a big list, you know, but it's lots of invitations. It's not like you have to start with one and then, you know, I'm just saying that these are all options. And I encourage you to get through as many of them as you can because I know how much of a difference it makes to me. Anytime I do a working trip, I try to get my inbox to zero. Just that. If I can just get my inbox to zero because I have time on the flight, I have time in the Airbnb, I have time in between my appointments or my meetings or my sessions, whatever I'm doing, because I'm away and I'm deep, you know, defragged and unplugged from my life where all the other things I do in my business can't happen. And so just looking at that, Um, is a massive deal, you know, changer. So let's start with that. My tip, um, these are my top eight things for decluttering your business. So the first one is let's look at your inbox. So hands up, who's got a list of unreads a mile long? And how long is it since you got your inbox, any of them, because let's be honest, we've all got multiples, to zero. So I want you to go through things. You can even click the filter button and actually just sort from there. And you can even type in stuff that's come from the same sender if you realize that there's multiple. So that's the way I suggest you start. If you've you've got a really big volume, um, sort your inbox by unread first. And then um, when you can see that there's uh, multiple emails from the same sender, just type that person's name in or that sender's name in. And then you can triage in groups en masse rather than individually one at a time because you make a much faster decision about whether you want to keep receiving a spotlight email (laughs) or whether 
um, you really need to still be on the Dimex mailing list because that just um, encourages more online purchases. Now books are absolutely king in our, in our life as well. I'm just saying, consider that. So further to that, when you're going through this unreads and realizing just how many there are that you haven't actioned, we don't want life to feel like that in our business, okay? So try and spring clean or clear out your inbox so that business stuff doesn't get lost. Don't have subscriptions in your inbox that are not business related because otherwise your business emails will get lost because then you will get flooded with the regular, you know, e-news sequences that you're going to be getting from those subscriptions. Unless they're business related, remove them. So that's the second part to this step is to go through and review all your subscriptions. If you want that, if it's a personal want or it's a, you know, personal interest subscription, then go ahead and re-sign up under your personal inbox and divert that traffic there and then unsubscribe from your clinic address so that you don't have this problem again (laughs) until you sign up to the next thing. But, you know, asking yourself, is this relevant to my business or relevant as a personal interest? So whichever one of those things it is, it helps you to triage this volume of uh, stuff in your inbox. You can also have folders. If you're a reader and a lot of the stuff that's coming into your inbox is, oh, I want to read that later, then create folders, right? So you can drag it over there and that way it's out of your main primary inbox. So it's just sorting stuff so that the chaos doesn't mean that the important stuff gets lost or the actionable stuff doesn't get actioned because the list looks too big, right? So next thing we're going to do in the tech review is reviewing your desktop. Just how many folders have you actually got going on on there? Is it um, bookmark links? Is it folders? Is it pictures? Is it folders from your phone? Is it documents that really should be backed up? And then ask yourself, is anything backed up? Do you have anything that's not stored on your laptop? Is it, you know, up, up, um, does it automatically back up to the cloud? Or do you have a terabyte hard drive? Or what are you doing? How are you securing your documents to make sure that all of your information that helps you run your business, this is your images, it's your branding logos, um, you know, it's all of your important documents, is all of that stuff backed up? Because if it isn't, this is the time to action it. Which brings me to number four, same goes for your phone. Have you got adequate backup systems in place? Especially if you do a lot of content on your phone, if you do a lot of content creation, a lot of records, um, sorry, records, recording, um, you know, if you write a lot of your captions in your notes app so that you've got them for when you're your ideas, um, <clears throat> lots of photos that you take of your clinic or your how-tos or your demonstrations, if your phone died tomorrow, you'd lose all of that unless it's backed up. Would we be okay or would we be in the lurch? What about all of, you know, the other thing you can declutter on your phone is all your old contacts or patients that are archived, um, you know, messages, you know, images, large files, you know, enable you to use your phone the way you want to use it because it's not cluttered with 6,000 images, right? So number five, something a little more practical, a little bit more physical, your desk and your workspace. How long since you've reviewed what's on it? How long since you've moved anything? Is it dusty? Is it covered in old decorations or thank you cards from patients? How long since you've cleared your desk or or taken anything off it or refreshed the vase or, you know, you cultivate a space that that is welcoming for working 
and welcoming for your patients. If those are separate spaces, if they're different, you know, or if they're, if they're same space, if they're separate spaces, you do it for you and you do that for your patient, right? If it's the same space, then it's important that you cultivate that beautiful desk and that workspace, right? So number six is looking at your clinic. Now, decluttering the clinic can happen in a few ways. You know, review your products and see what's actually selling and what's not. Choose whether you're going to reorder that for a while or you're going to park it. No, we're not reordering that. Make a note. We're going to wait till we've actually sold out of that and see how long it's actually taken us to get through that. Because the trouble with having a fully stocked dispensary or a big product list is that it's quite often dead money until you move it. Uh, and it might go out of date and then it would be a waste of money. So really review, you know, how, make sure you've got good stock control. But if you don't, really review what's on your shelf, what's still on your shelf and what's slow on your shelf. Because then you can determine what stuff moves all the time. And so it's just a revolving door of product ordering and what stuff is actually not moving at all and probably wasn't a good call. But at the time you were like, oh, it's better to get it in this many so reviewing what's in your, um, re reviewing your products is really important there and can help to declutter, as is stock control and checking your dates. So if you have it for a while and you do know that there's some stuff there that's been sitting there a bit, check the dates, all right? Um, also with regards to your clinic, think about all your journals and your articles, um, your CPD notes, you know, are you really going to go back and refer to those lecture notes from that conference from 15 years ago? Well, if you are, then scan them and save them to your Dropbox or your online file, your Google Drive, right? Don't, you don't have to keep the paper form that will eventually disintegrate and you may find that it's easier as a directory rather than having to flip through pages. So maybe that's something that sparks joy is actually creating a little digital archive of all of your handwritten notes of the places you've been and the lectures you've heard and the things you've seen. Because those are the conversations that we write down because we don't want to forget it, the gems that we heard from the pearls of wisdom from the person in front of you. So being able to record that or make an inventory of, of sorts so that when you do want to go back and look at that, you can find it by the lecturer's name or the topic. So really consider whether or not those CPD notes and uh, journals and, you know, uh, handwritten notes from conferences is something that you need to physically keep, keep the uh, hard copy of or whether you can do yourself a little scanathon. And, um, and create something that lights you up. Um, number seven is check your receipts. The ATO only requires you to keep five years worth of tax records for your income and expenditure, okay? So at the end of each fin financial year, shred that shit. That is not stuff you need to keep, all right? It's been invoiced, it's been recorded, it's been reconciled. Get it out of here, man. Shred that stuff. You do not need those receipts past five years. Similarly for patient records who are no longer um, part of your client list, maybe they've become irrelevant, maybe they're not in the state anymore, um, you know, worst case scenario, they've passed away or you've moved away, you only need to keep your patient records for seven years unless they're a, 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 a minor, in which case you need to keep them until they turn 18. Um, so, you know, you can also shred and, you know, go through that, whether or not you have a report that you can generate for patients who have, uh, aren't in the clinic anymore, or it's been a certain amount of time since their last appointment, that will give you a determination of how long you need to keep those records for, um, or, or, or the patients who you can shred, you know, so really consider that if you're still doing uh, paper written intake forms, um, to, uh, do a bit of a declutter there. And my last, uh, declutter number eight lucky number eight, lots of eights in Chinese medicine isn't there, is your finances. 
review your expenses, review your bottom line and cull anything that doesn't serve you. All right. Consider what you're spending in your business and whether it's necessary because it's really easy to subscribe and support somebody else's business if you think that it might be relevant to you. But is it actually and did it um, did it give you value? Was there a return on investment that was worth it? If there was, awesome. But consider what you are subscribing to or supporting or purchasing ongoing and review whether that's something you still need to be spending money on or are you better off placing that money somewhere else, including in your pocket? So how does that feel? Does that feel overwhelming or does that feel totally doable? I'm interested to hear what you think. This is basically just to give you tips and hints and advice around where to go when you want to declutter, when you're like, oh, it's busy everywhere and I just don't know where to start. This is just to give you the place to start. But if you can look at any one of these things, you're going to feel a little bit clearer. Imagine if you get all eight done. So I'm interested. I want you to tag me on this one and tell me what you declutter. Share this in when you see this episode, share it to your socials and um, tag me and tell me what you declutter, what you choose to go through. Because uh, I'm a bit of uh, I'm a bit of a nosy one and I want to know what you went for. All right. I'm so glad you're listening. I hope you've enjoyed this episode and it's given you a bit of fresh motivation. Um, and if you're really loving this episode or the episodes in this podcast, I would be so grateful if you were to consider leaving me a five-star rating so that other acupuncturists and Chinese medicine practitioners may know that this podcast exists to support them as well. Until next time, happy decluttering and peace out.